from them. Everything. Hi, this is Heather from the Girl's Guide to Depravity. And this is Liz. And we are on NHOG with the sexy guys of Metal Hand of God. And welcome to the MHOG Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne. And as always, sitting next to me... Buck. Buck. Is that disappointing to you? That, that was really fucking disappointing, dude. Uh, well, we have guests that haven't met us before, so I didn't want to get too meta, like with the, the cuddle bear thing and all that. You can call yourself who you... All right. You know. The legendary cuddle bear. There you go. And, of course, we also have... I'm the bleeding rum guy. The, ble- <laughs> the bleeding rum guy. <laughs> you know, Mark was on Wednesday, not, not today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no English slang. And uh, okay, uh, and on the show today we have two very special guests: Heather Rutman Yay. of the Girls Guides to Depravity, <laughs> and Elizabeth. Yay. It's okay. Should I go for round three? <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, I'm not sure, uh, Heather, if if I discovered your book before your Cinemax show came out, uh, mm-hmm. but somewhere thereabouts. But you. You started off with a blog called The Girl's Guide to Depravity, which yeah. was based on your, as I understand it, uh, several years ago when you were you were still dating. Yes, when I was young, stupid, and still dating. Uh, lots of dicks. Now I just date one dick. No, <laughs> just kidding. He's not a dick. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Elizabeth, you, uh, you, you're now writing on the blog. The, yes, the, I am. And, and I'm where Heather was about five years ago. So I'm young and currently dating lots of dicks. So <laughs> that's why it's, it's good balance to have both of us. So. Nice. Yeah, I have the wisdom and experience, and she has, well, and she has the current experience, I guess. <laughs> so it's kind of like the before and after. Sweet. Exactly. Awesome. Um, one one of the reasons I wanted y'all to come on the show is I, I love how dirty they are. Well, that <laughs> and as I've often said on the show, I love real people. I love people yeah. who, who aren't afraid to just say, "Look, this is what I want. This is who I am," and go fuck yourself if you if you don't like it. Thank you. So, um, I guess uh, tell us a little about how uh, you know. I don't know how you went from yeah. How this concept come along to blogging to writing uh, Blue Lagoon? What? Oh yeah, Lifetime yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TV movies. Yeah, I, I have a, a softcore show on Cinemax as well as a TV movie on Lifetime. I, I'm a I'm a jerk of all trades. Um, this came about from real life experience. I actually um, developed it as a. I, you know, I wrote it as a blog, I sold it to Cinemax as a series, then I sold the book, um, and, uh, you know, it's all based on my real-life experience, on my friend's experience, um, and it's just been 
like totally awesome to connect with other depraved chicks who talk and think and act the same way because after you know I don't after all those advice books about how you're supposed to act and you know you're not supposed to text any of these stupid fucking dating rules like don't call him too many times don't you know don't sleep with him on the first date don't text him back unless he texts you you know three times first it's like you know what no fuck him on the first date if you want to because you might not get another shot and then at least you'll have gotten laid, you know, because you could hold out for three or four dates and he still won't call you after having sex with him. But at least you didn't waste any of your time. So it kind of came out of the frustration of all these stupid dating rules and, you know, having myself and my friends having extreme poor impulse control and just feeling like, you know what, we've tried all these stupid rules, they don't work, they make us miserable, we're going to do what we want, we get the same result anyways, and then at least we can, you know, at least we, we, we have sex. Right, you, you, get, you get what you want, exactly. That's, yeah. That's the best way to do it. Now you yeah, fuck them before they fuck you, that's exactly. what it's all about. Hell yes. <laughs> now you kept saying- I'll volunteer. <laughs> you kept saying the rules um i know that there was a book uh, just several years ago called the rules yes that, that's like an old book and then there was he you know he's just not that into you which i don't know what is that like 10 years ago or something like that and that was you know like oh well he does this he's not and basically that book preached you can't do anything because he's not into you. You have to sit around, even though it was, I don't know, even if it's only like 10 years old. I don't remember when I read it, maybe. maybe. That book was bullshit. That book was total bullshit. Yeah, because it's like you can't do anything. You can't call him. You can't ask him out. You can't, you know, do anything. It's like he's just not that into you. If he doesn't approach you, if he doesn't do all this shit, he's just not that into you. And even though it was like disguised in this new package, it was still the same old, you know, man chase woman bullshit and you just have to sit back and let him dictate what's going on. And yeah, of course, there's an evolutionary thing where men like to be the ones who are in control, but you know what? We women like to be in control too. So, like I said, you're going to get the same result no matter what you do. So you could sit around waiting for him to make the first move and agonizing over whether or not you know, your phone is not ringing because he's just not that into you. Or you could stalk his Facebook and Twitter, find out which club he's at, go there, be the last woman at the club, you know, at last call when he's fucking drunk and desperate enough to finally take you home. Get laid, you know, maybe it's not so great because by that time he's got whiskey dick, but at least, you know what, at least you got laid. And start from there. And I also think that book was really sort of preaching for girls not to be that aggressive. And there's definitely a fine line between being too aggressive and being sort of mildly aggressive, but some guys like that kind of attention from girls. And I think especially with social media, guys are just kind of like, they're kind of okay with girls approaching them as much as they're doing the chasing. So I definitely, maybe when that book came out, it was a little bit more relevant, but I think certainly now with like Tinder and people like just Instagram stalking all day, it's definitely, you know, there need to be some new rules written up. So, yeah. yes, and, and those rules are called The Girl's Guide to Depravity, yeah. out now from uh, Running Press Books there you go. <laughs> on Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the whole philosophy is, you know, look, we're, guys are going to... 
guys are going to screw you over no matter what rules you follow. Like, some guys just are going to screw you over no matter what you do. It's not about, you know, so while you're still young-ish, you know, and good-looking-ish, have, you know, go out and get laid. Have a great fucking time, and shit will work out the way it's supposed to work out. Fuck that. As long as you, you can walk, I say go out and get <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, even if you can't walk, dude, just roll out there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah roll out there. Yeah, who needs to walk? You don't need to walk the fuck, right? Thank God. <laughs> if you would walk and fuck, that would be really uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's doable. Yeah. I know it's You're doable, talented. but it would be talented, yeah. I'm talking shit like yeah. I've ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple steps in the bedroom to the up against the wall. Right. That works, right. Right. No problem. Yeah, but walking yeah, like but you're, not, you're not going to go down to the convenience store and, you know, no, no, buy scum, you know. That'd be interesting. People would be like, what do you want? Uh, not much. That'd be a, definitely a viral video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but I agree. I think, I think the rules when it comes to dating, I, 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 you know, I'm now not single. So, what do you uh, mean now? Uh, dating rules always were too complicated. It didn't really matter to me if it was, you know, uh, it, it was complicated for guys. I mean, if you look at it that way, I mean, guy. a lot of times guys just want to call right away and everybody's like, don't call me right now and all that other <laughs> shit like you said. But I, I, I really don't miss the dating scene. Yeah. God, I don't miss it. It was such a pain. I, it, man, the amount of money I blew. The way you said dating. it, bro, you were like, I'm, I'm now not single. Like, you've been married for like 20 years. I'm not married 20 years. No, but I, if your wife I, left you, you might be on the dating scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't leave him. She's dating like dating was just such a freaking nightmare. No matter when I did. I mean, it was fun when you were doing it, but it was, it was everything before, you know? It was the before the date type of crap that I always hated. Yeah. yeah, the masturbating before the date so you could pregame, that sort of stuff. No, right. that's the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> It was insane, absolutely insane. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, what, what one of the things that I love about the idea of the girls got the depravity is that yeah, I was uh, I just recently started a little Facebook subgroup called Dude League, and uh, uh-huh. the, the idea is just I, I'm so sick of like how fucking like lip wristed our culture is, where it's like why why can't a woman if if look if you want dick go out and get you some dick why you know. And if, right. if a man wants something, why the fuck can't we just be men and just, say, and just Look, do it? I love women with big breasts or whatever it is. I love cars. Why can't we just fucking be who the fuck we're going to be and shit on all this? Like, I, I just hate how this pop culture, you know, it's, it's been said to death, but PC society where, oh. where we're just being told constantly who we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be. How we're molded. You know, fuck the rules. Yeah, exactly. Fuck the rules. That was the worst term ever created in our lifetime was politically correct. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's but, killed our society. And, Absolutely. Uh, I, I also love that, that uh, you know, well, on the Facebook page, it's just, your, your blog's described as tongue-in-cheek. I, just, <laughs> yes, I, I mean, I don't know if that's how I define it. I mean, I assume it's just you're having a sense of humor about it, but it's not necessarily like... Oh, this this isn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, am I wrong, or, or is this? Well, you know, some of it, some of it is a little tongue in cheek in that, like, most of my, a lot of my stories start out like, here's the rule, and then it, I'll tell my story about how the rule actually doesn't work, or I completely broke it. 
which all just points to the idea of fuck the rules. So that's how it's tongue in cheek. I wrote a rule book basically about how there should be no rules. Okay. <laughs> so every rule in a way is like tongue in cheek because <laughs> even those rules don't necessarily work all the time. Right. Well, Elizabeth, how did you get, get involved? Are y'all just good friends and you decided to collaborate or? Yeah, you know, we actually used to work together, um, working for a blog that's not about sex and dating. Um, so we've known each other for, gosh, like five, six years now. Yeah. And so I, I launched my blog, my the first blog that I had um, after Heather launched hers. And so we'd sometimes swap, you know, stories and I'd, I'd hit her up for things. And so then it just sort of, you know, just kind of our collaboration came pretty naturally for a Girl's Guide to Depravity. So we realized we were both dirty girls. Yes. Nice. yes. And I loved, I loved hearing, you know, at work, it was always about, I think by then, I might not have been single anymore, or halfway through, I wasn't single anymore, so I just loved hearing Liz's dirty stories. That's all I wanted to hear. And I think, you know, part of it, too, was she was able to give me some counseling on it, like how I might be able to handle it. Like, no, you should text him or send him a naked picture. And so it's definitely helpful to have someone who has, like, had more experience on the L.A. dating scene because it's, like, dating in L.A. is a nightmare. I mean, it's pretty bad anywhere else, but there's just too many good-looking people. There's too much sex to be had. Guys here don't settle down until they're in their 40s. I mean, whereas the rest of the country, I kind of feel like the average age for, you know, settling down and getting married is somewhere in the early 30s. Um, so it's definitely... Early late 20s. Yeah. yeah, seriously. So it's even, it's, you know, it's definitely a different scene out here, and I feel like us girls have to stick together, so... Yeah, it's weird down here because, you know, you, you're either 16 or related. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you settle down. <laughs> and which one is, is the lesser? Really? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's easy, you know. I'm going. <laughs> um, I, you mentioned sending naked pictures. I, I did. I, I was about to ask if if y'all well. Uh, you were gonna ask her for naked pictures? No, I was, <laughs> I was about to ask if if you, if you ever use like Snapchat and all that. But then I recalled y'all have. There's a blog post specifically where you refer to it as Snatch Chat. Snatch Chat. Yeah. Which uh, <laughs> I kind of. Um, I, I just find, sure you recently do. learned about this Snapchat thing, and, and it's one of those things where I'm, I'm about to be 35, and I feel like, where was all this stuff when I was in my mid-20s? Like 16? You know? Well, no one would have sent me naked pictures at 16. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Exactly. Exactly. May, maybe some dude that I don't want. <laughs> but... Uh, how much? How much of uh, like the dating scene do you? Well, I mean, Heather, you're you're not single. Yeah, anymore, but sounds like a Liz question. How much? How much of social media is involved in in dating in LA? Like, it's like all. It's that's right. all it is, isn't it, Liz? Yeah. It's that's all it on social media. That's all it is. Um, I actually am not on Snapchat, <laughs> but the reason I feel like Snapchat's completely pointless is if someone sends you a naked picture, you can screenshot that Snapchat. shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, I realize the whole point of Snapchat is, oh, you can delete stuff once you send it. But if someone screenshots something, the, the whole it's completely defeated. So, uh, you know, I definitely text sexy pictures. But as far as social media, I'll say this. I was on Tinder for a month last summer. And that's when everybody was on it, and before it kind of became like a fuck fest, you know. I think now, like guys will send you a message and say, 
say, like, hey, here's my number, come over to my house, like, and then send you a dick pic, and it's like, whoa, okay, what happened to going on a date? Um, I think I know that guy. Um, when I was on it, though, there definitely were people, like, going on actual dates and, like, getting in relationships and stuff, so I kind of feel like it was more of, like, a highspeedmatch.com. Um, but as far as, you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, I actually feel like not a lot of people use Facebook that much anymore. It's all about Instagram right now. And it's actually a great place to stalk people. So <laughs> girls are using that to kind of figure out, like, if the guy's dating another girl or if the guy liked another girl's photo, like, who is this girl? And, you know, and it's just, it's terrible. Like, you, you find things out that you don't want to find out. And, uh, you know, it's just... It's almost like social media has actually made dating, you know, and just, you know, the whole digital revolution thing has just made dating more and more impossible, especially if you live in a large city like L.A. or New York or San Francisco, so. Because there's so many more ways to find out they're cheating on you. Yeah. And there's so many more avenues for them to cheat on you, whether they're on Tinder or some girls sending them shit on Snapchat. It's just there's so many more temptations. Um, so I definitely think it ends up ruining a lot of relationships, Um you know, I definitely have had some long-term relationships. Uh, the last one that I had was not ruined by social media, but definitely sort of, I feel like, more shorter-term things where you're not really sure if you're exclusive, and then you kind of catch someone, you know, yeah, so it's definitely, it's, yeah, I mean, but we have to learn to accept it, though. It's not going away anytime soon. You just have to outsmart the system. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned, like, it's so easy to get caught cheating. I mean, that guy, I don't know his name, but created AshleyMadison.com specifically mm -hmm. to profit off people cheating on their spouses. <laughs> like it's a yeah. website where, like, well, I'm married and I'm going to fuck somebody, so let's... Like, isn't that what Craigslist was for? I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess the whole thing is, you know, and then there's actually, there's another website that existed for a while. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, but it would basically, if you needed to, like, you really wanted to get crafty with it, and you needed, like, a fake receipt for dinner somewhere or, like, tickets for something. Um, and, you know, for example, you're married and you're, like, you know, your wife's, like, digging around. And you say, oh, no, like, I was, you know, going on a business trip to San Francisco for, you know, four days. Like, meanwhile, you're banging some bitch in Vegas. And so, you know, that's, it's just terrible that there's that much, you know, out there for people to, you know, do this. So... I guess I'm kind of whiny about this, but I mean, it's just, you know, dating, yeah. Once once you get in a relationship and you're, you've been in, in a relationship for, you know, six or 12 months, I feel like it's usually kind of stable, but if you're still in that, like, two to four month period, you never know what you're getting into. No, that's not true. That's <laughs> 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 not true at all. I was in one for six years, and uh, I didn't see that coming around the corner. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Sorry, the wound's still fresh. Yeah, it's still fresh, still hurts. Oh. <sighs> Uh, you know what they say, best way to get over a girl is to get on top of another girl, right? That's right. Oh, he yeah. did. I have. He did. So, oh, okay. Several young ladies. We, we had to delay an episode once because I kept knocking the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, I'm busy. I'll be right back. Yeah. There's such a thing as text messages, asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> sorry, we're, we're a mess. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I do have a question, Heather, about Girls Guide to Depravity. I've only seen uh -huh. two episodes because I, I have... Uh, uh -huh. is, is it coming for to... Cinemax. I'm sorry? For Cinemax? Yes. Is it coming to... Uh, <laughs> Is That's it coming to DVD or anything like that anytime soon? No, I mean, it's... It, right now, you can buy some 
Japanese DVD for season one. It's airing, it's currently airing all over the world. Um, I keep asking the producers, I get that, that question a lot. Um, I keep asking the producers about um, releasing it on DVD, but they haven't gotten a domestic distribution deal for that yet. I don't know if that's going to come through or not, but if you have HBO, you can use your HBO Go login to watch the episodes on Cinemax's um you know, online site, which is called Maxco. Really? Okay, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when I heard about it, I tried to find it to see if it was on iTunes or Netflix. Yeah, it really should be. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, um, those shows are, are, are done a little differently than more traditional network shows, and it's really owned, and I think it's it's domestically, it's, it's owned half by the production company and half by Cinemax and it's that's kind of really up to the production company more than Cinemax hmm. okay. and uh, you're, you're a producer on it right and, and writer am I, am I yeah no I created it I was there like a consultant and a lot of the um, a lot of the stories originated with the stories in my book nice I don't know if this is uh, true or not but I found that you were uh what is this? It's, it's something, a producer for Betty White? Betty White yeah. Off the Rocker? That is true, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, for the last three seasons, I've been writing um, and producing on, the, yeah, that prank show, Betty White's Off the Rocker. So if you actually pay attention to those little skits that Betty does mm-hmm. that introduces kind of every clip, um, every prank, you'll hear her say some real depraved shit. (laughs) (laughs) And that might be my proudest moment, getting Betty White to inadvertently talk about about things that the Girl's Guide to Depravity talks about. That's awesome. Oh, shit. What are you thinking? Not that it's, actually, not that her own, you know, personal philosophy is all that different. So it wasn't that hard. She might be reading it. You never know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, old ladies need dick, too, apparently. Yeah, um, and Betty White's like the OG depraved girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird, because everybody uh, looks for, uh, what is it, Blanche? But, uh, but Yeah. I think Blanche is dead. Is she? Yeah, Blanche yeah. is dead. Damn. I think, I, I'm not mistaken, I think Betty White is the sole survivor. She's the last remaining golden girl. She, she's the Just goes to show a lot of sex, longer life. There can right? only be one golden girl right there. <laughs> Betty White survived. Um, uh, so, what's next for y'all? Like, you know, you, uh, Elizabeth, you're doing two blogs. You're, you're in. Or three blogs. Oh, three. Right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> what's What's the third one? Oh, the one that pays the bills. Um, and then, yeah, so this, these, I write for Heather and then I have my own site. And, I mean, I guess I'd eventually like to sort of go the Heather route and look into turning that into a TV show or a book. Um, I definitely have enough material, you know, to do that with oh, right yeah. now. It's just sort of a matter of organizing it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, with digital pl- publishing, like, you know, it, it's definitely, well, maybe not easy to get a book out there, but... It's, you know, one thing that the internet and social networking and all that has made it, like, it's it's possible. You know, and obviously, you you, you know, y'all are connected uh, a little more than someone like me. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that would be very cool. I've, I've, I've been reading uh, here and there. Uh, there was, I think, I, when I started reading it, maybe there was a little bit of a dry spell where, uh, Heather, I don't know if you were 
kind of busy with the show or whatever, so I, I kind of fell off Yeah, I took, I took a bit of a break to do, you know, that show, and I was also working on the Betty White show at the same time, so I kind of... My, you know, my, my my vagina took a hiatus, but <laughs> recently I decided to relaunch it with the help of, you know, Elizabeth and also another girl named Rachel who has been contributing it as well. And the goal is eventually to get, you know, even, even more, you know, dirty, depraved girls, you know, writing on the blog because I think there's a lot that traditional dating blogs kind of don't say and need to say. Um, and we're the voices that can do that. That's right. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's 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 a funny blog, and I I, I definitely recommend that. Uh, there are plenty of women who need to go check this out, and and dudes too. I, I mean, I, there's it's granted it's not necessarily advice for us, but like I said, I, I get. I don't know. There was one I read the other day about. Uh, you, we don't know how long it takes them to shave for a date. <laughs> I'm willing to watch, and and I, I beg to differ because I <laughs> because I do shave, and uh, it takes a long time. Well, I wrote that one, and that was sort of my whole thing about you know when you get all dolled up and ready, and you're you just shaved your vagina, and then the guy cancels, you're like, what the fuck? Right. Because I don't like I don't shave every day. Like if I do, I get like crazy razor burn. I mean, guys shave their faces every day, but I kind of feel like the skin on my vagina is a little bit more sensitive than the skin on your face. So I definitely have to wait a couple of days. Then if they call the next day, it's like, okay, well, like, it's starting to grow back in. It's getting stubbly. Like, you know, you missed the boat. Like, missed the window. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty frustrating. Yeah, and, and then also, too, if you all you get all dressed up and you do your hair and your makeup and you spend an hour doing that and they're like, oh, sorry. And it's like, what the fuck did I just waste my time for? <laughs> Perfectly waste of a good shave. Um, exactly. I can understand that. Personally, I, I've, I've, I've discussed this on the show before. I, you know, I'm all for shaved vaginas, but I, you know yes. what? I, I kind of like a little hair on it, too. You know, yeah, I mean, the, bush, the bush is coming back. Thank God. You know, I mean, I don't want Demi Moore bush, but, <laughs> but you know, like, you know, I it's just, it, it's, there's something beautiful about a woman who's got a little hair down there, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be a problem because, you know, with the advent of, of laser hair removal, <laughs> You know, there's a lot of women who aren't going to be able to grow a bag, so we're all going to be wearing um, Merkins pretty soon, which I don't know if you know what those are, but the pubic hair toupees. Holy shit. On the subject of laser, though, I actually do have something to say. So I actually have had some laser sessions. I'm not completely done with it, but I have it so that if I want to grow it a little bit, I can, and it actually looks all right, and it's not, like, itchy. It's not, it's like the hair is, like, softer and finer now. Um, but if I want to shave it, I can still shave it, too. So I actually feel like I'm in a good position. But, yeah, I definitely understand that not wanting a bush, like, from the 1980s. Um, yeah. So I just thought I would throw that in there, that you can get a couple sessions, kind of calm it down a little bit, and still kind of have the best of both worlds. That's right, so. tame back the monster. Yeah. Well, because the, the thing is, it's not necessarily, like, that it's... Uh, well, no, Demi Moore's pussy was ugly, but... Wait, what, which, which, which Demi Moore pussy are you talking about? Is this from the movie? The one from the I'm Googling this right now. Look, yeah, look from her. which movie? She was like, no, this is, like, like pictures of her. Actually, pictures of her. Yeah. She, she's uh. got... She's got basically. She's got Madonna hair when she when when Madonna really? did hers, yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Okay, because if it's from a movie, it's probably American. No, no, no. But no, it's it's not. Not. 
This is real life. It was gross. Uh, like, <laughs> the, the thing is, uh, it's not necessarily that in general, like like a, a really hairy pussy is is disgusting. It's just that for the purpose of going down on a chick. Oh yeah, you know, no, no, no. you don't want to be you know flossing your teeth with pubes. Right, no. y'all deal with blowjobs. I'm sure y'all have had many a hairy yes. dude that just doesn't groom it at all. Yeah, that's terrible. You know, yeah, you know, you got come on, fellas. And that's, that's what I was trying. And that's what yeah. I was saying. I I shave completely. <laughs> yes. And that's, and, and that's why I was saying, I know what you're talking about, how long it takes, and when they call and say, you know, I really don't feel like hanging out, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like, I feel like ball stubble is just as bad, if not worse, yeah. than girl stubble. Yes, it sucks. But that shit can hurt, especially, like, if you shave and they shave, and then there's, like, somebody's got a little bit of stubble. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, instant razor burn. That's, that's brush yeah. burn. That's, like, carpet problems, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's terrible, and I honestly, I don't want, like, super hairy balls, but I would rather have a guy not shave his balls and just, like, trim them with, like, electric trimmers yeah. than exactly. just shave, I think. Um, I actually don't mind hair at all. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't want hair, like, everywhere, but if... If it's as long as it's kind of trimmed, I definitely don't mind a guy with a really hairy chest, and you know the down south. It almost as long as again, if they're not getting in my teeth, it's all good. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to go back to your point about the blog being, you know, more for girls. Actually, the readership is pretty split, pretty evenly, like guys and girls. Same with same with the uh, same with the show, and I think it's because guys love to get like an insight into what girls are really thinking, and they also like have an opinion on these posts that we're writing that they want to either like refute or or you know put their two cents in about. Yeah, I I, th- I think we there there is always a constant mystery. Up until a point, I, I, as I get older now, I, I, I don't even know what to think when it comes to women. I'm just trying to get someone who isn't, like, grossed out just by, by <laughs> my flatulence. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I was like, there was a, a, show, a movie called Bye Bye Love, and there was a line that Janine Garofalo uh, was given where she said, you know, I'm not looking for anything permanent. I'm just looking for something to keep me th- throwing myself in front of a bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that how you feel? <laughs> it doesn't take much to keep me from throwing myself in front of a bus, though. You know, uh, I, you're really just letting me motorboat you with, you know, not not necessarily y'all, but. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I think, I think I just broke uh, interview etiquette again. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> um, but, uh,. I don't know. I volunteered earlier, so it's all right. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Well, your blog, like I said, has has a sense of humor to it, and I I think we appreciate that, especially because nobody wants to read Cosmo and have these super no. serious, you know, whatever's. I, I I've only looked through it for pictures of like right. women. I think if you think Cosmo is super serious, you're clearly just looking at it for the pictures. <laughs> you got me. Yep. I'm going up to it. I mean, I haven't looked at it in a while. You know, business is- a while is like yesterday. No, when I, when I was a teenager, <laughs> I, I didn't. You know, my dad wasn't really around, so there wasn't a whole lot of porn available. No internet, you know. Uh, so I just used what I could, and you know, sometimes mom's Cosmo was the best I could get. You know. <laughs> I bet you're not the only one. Uh, not on that. I'm sure there's yeah. other things that uh, I'm definitely I'm sure Cosmo with. knows exactly what they're doing. Of course, of course. It's like the, what is it, the Sears catalog, the, the whole thing about right. people, guy, the little guys looking at the 
the um, underwear section. Underwear uh, ads, yeah. yeah. You got that from me, too. <laughs> oh, you, you oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> I was really starved for... Anyway, so... My dad had porn, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I really like the term cuddle rapist. Oh, yeah, cuddle rapist. That is the funniest thing. I, I, I don't know... That's Has like, it happened? Does it really happen? Do guys oh, actually do that? Yeah, see, for me, I don't know about you, Liz, but when I'm done having sex, I don't want to cuddle. I can't sleep if you're trying to cuddle up on me. I just want to go to fucking bed. Like, I'm a guy. Like, leave me alone. Go to bed. <laughs> Let's go to sleep now. And guys, like, we'll, we'll just sneak up, cuddle up on you. Like, it's like cuddle rape. It's horrible. And then, well, you, you know, and then you just have to sit and like, and I'm like counting in my head. Okay, like, well, how long do I have to let him hold me? Like, is, <laughs> <laughs> is it time for me? What if I pretend I'm sleeping and I just shift positions? I mean, you can just turn around and fart on him. But my no, my thing is usually just uh, I have like a five to five to ten minute window. If it if it's summertime and it's hot, I mean, I I have AC in my apartment. I do not have AC in my bedroom, which fucking sucks. So if I have sex with someone, I don't want to get anywhere near them in my bed. Um, but no, I usually have like a five to 10 minute window and then I kind of roll over my stomach and kind of like drift away from them. And I, I'll still maybe like be like touching them, but I kind of like, I'll just, I don't know, just, just roll over. I'm pretty slick with it. And then they kind of get the hint. And they get the hint. Yeah, but the worst is when they don't get the hint. That's when they Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they that's, when, that's when you get into cuddle right Yeah. And then they start shooting you know. closer and putting their arms over you and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's maybe when you get up to, you know, fake pee, and then you come back, and you're like, oh, you're kind of on my side of the bed. I mean, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. Like, I actually, my, my ex-boyfriend and I, um, when we, before we moved in together, he had a queen-size bed, and we got into so many fights about who was on which side of the bed, and then once we got a Cal King, all the problems were solved. So, it's definitely, like, a space issue, like, what temperature it is, and it's, you know... So. I, I love the fact that you get up to fake pee. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite. I'm getting up to fake pee. She's pouring, you know, her, her, her glass of water into Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Or, or I'm running water and I secretly have to fart. Like, that's the worst thing. Like, if you're, like, <laughs> sleeping over with someone, you have to fart and you're holding it, like, all night long. And then, I mean, I know this is kind of gross, but it happens. Every, oh. It's happened to everyone. But it's especially worse for girls, I feel like. If you're a girl and you fart in your sleep and you, like, wake yourself up and you wake both you and the guy up with your fart, like, that's not good. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. You definitely got to run the... For me, it's, like, more... It's 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 more about, like, how you can stealth poo at their house. Because, yeah. yeah, farting is one thing, but when you have to take a shit, you run the water, you open the windows... You flush at the same time you're pooping. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you do courtesy flush. I love stealth poo. That's even better. That's like, you know, like fake peeing and stealth pooing is the like. That's gonna be the name of this podcast. Ladies, I just, I just want want all the ladies and within the sound of my voice to know I am totally down with you farting. I'm. (laughs) Doesn't matter. I'm the man of your dreams, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's like I feel like that's the first talk you need to have. Like it's not like the are we exclusive. It's like the Okay, why are we going to fart in front of each other? Exactly. Because there's only so long I can fucking hold it in, you know? <laughs> well, the, yeah. the sad thing is that you're, you're not even joking. Like, we, we've it does. recently it happens. had like, discussions with dudes who... Who say that women say, don't use the bathroom. Like, yeah, you're, you're not allowed to take a shit when you're with me. And it's like, like what, what the is fuck wrong is wrong with you? With you? Yeah. Wait, like, girls have said that to guys? No, 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 like, no, 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 no. No, this was a dude. No, 
Oh, he said that to a girl? He said that girls don't use the bathroom. Like, they don't poop. Right. Or yeah. fart. And I'm like, dude. More than one guy. Not, not, I mean, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, thinking yeah. specifically of a guy that we recently had this conversation with. But We actually I, argued with him over it on another podcast. It was really funny. Like why? I don't understand this. Like you, you're you're willing, like you're you're willing to like bang a chick in the ass, but but she doesn't poop, right? Like, like and what I hate is that you get into like a poo off. Like who's gonna be the first one to do it? <laughs> <laughs> and then like you're both holding out, and you're both holding, and you know, like it's like you both have to like take a shit. You know, you both have to take a shit in front of each other at certain times of the day, and it's like who's gonna be the first one to break the threshold, and then like you know you can. Then you can relax. It's cool. I got two bathrooms, so it's like I'll sneak up. Well, I gotta get something upstairs. I'll be right back. You know. <laughs> I, think, I think your next book should be called "Poo Off." Who's gonna be the first one to do it? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> kind of like Survivor. <laughs> uh, first one to poop gets voted off the end. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I do. You know, going back a little bit to the cuddle rape thing, like you can't. You, you why? Why is there some? you know, excuses that have to be. Can't you just say... Get the fuck off me? Yeah, look, you just got pussy. Fuck off. What? <laughs> well, I actually do like to snuggle. I'm not like Heather. I actually do like to snuggle a little bit after sex, but then I do want to fall asleep, and I can't fall asleep while I'm spooning. So I definitely kind of like... I don't know. I feel like the guys that I'm with, like, they would know, like, okay, like... I, I'm, I mean, I'm always the one kind of, like, ending the cuddling session, but they definitely know that I have, like, a limit. So that's, that's fine. Whereas uh, Heather... I don't know. You yeah, like, you know, I can give them the hint, and if they don't get it, you kick them the fuck out. Like, get out, because sleep sometimes, you know, you've gotten what you came here for. I'm satisfied, and my sleep is more important to me than your feelings, so goodbye. I, I don't know. And I'll call you the next time I'll hold it sex. <laughs> I don't know who invented spooning, but it sucks. <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable fucking thing in the world. It's like my arms jammed up my side, and I'm like, okay... Well, let me just ask you a question. Have you ever considered being the big spoon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boom. No. You don't always have to be the little spoon. I like being the little spoon. Stop Wait, it. I, most guys are the big spoon. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was a joke. She, she, was, she was giving okay, me shit. Okay, because I'm like, I actually sometimes like being big spoon because then I can roll over whenever I want. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. I don't know. As a guy, that's yeah. confusing. If the lady's the big spoon, I'm expecting a hand job. <laughs> Are you expecting a hand job or a yeah. hand up your ass? Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I've told you before, nothing bigger than a finger. I know, I know. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what if her hand's really I big? Mean, well, my, my thing is, uh, yeah, spooning while you're trying to sleep is uncomfortable. And I right, that's what I mean. practical, but, you know, I like it when, when you're not trying to sleep. You know. Yeah. But, I, I mean, as, as a dude, if my cock is laying against your ass... Yeah, you're having sex. Like, yeah. spooning to me, there's no point in spooning unless that, that's the position you're, you're fucking in. Yeah. That's called sporking, so... <laughs> sporking. Nice. <laughs> that's that's my, another thing that I like about the website. I'm sorry. Oh, what? Uh, I was just going to say, that's another thing I like about the website, that y'all come up with new terms, like your own urban dictionary for, for yeah. sex. I love sporking. That's fucking awesome. Sporking is good. Liz, new. We should do that. I'll do that. I'll write that up. Yeah. <laughs> the day. Would y'all mind if we, we started a thing? M Hog presents Saturday Night Sporking. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll run out a club, you know, put some beds in. Um, awesome. 
<laughs> all those uncomfortable silences when yeah, yeah expe- especially when you do it you're like everybody's quiet you're like oh fuck <laughs> yeah, I, I have been told that i'm creepy recently so yeah yeah you did you have been told that it was dudes though so yeah true <laughs> true know. true i don't know maybe i shouldn't have like squeezed their their anyway so <laughs> um so out of curiosity how, how do you heather go from the girl's guide to depravity on cinemax to I, I, I guess I get a little bit to of writing Betty children's White, books, you know. Like, like, I said, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Betty was probably into the blog and the book and the show, but it, it, you have a movie on Lifetime, which, yeah. is, which is awesome. Well, <laughs> well, I am. I'm a. I'm a writer. I'm my. That's my job. I'm a. I'm a writer. I've written in TV for years before this. The Girls Guide to Depravity was actually one of the first things I ever. I mean, this is something that I wrote like years ago in one form or another because it was basically about my life when I was living it. So I've written it in numerous formats, but in addition to that, I also write other things. And let's be clear, the TV movie I wrote for Lifetime, it was The Blue Lagoon. So it's not like, you know, my steps and my love. Well, actually, that would be a little bit kinkier. But it's not, you know, necessarily traditional Lifetime fare. So I wrote for that. I wrote Betty White Project. I've had other pilots in development. So that's kind of, that's what I do. And The Girl's Guide to Depravity is the one project that's really stuck with me throughout my entire career. So, because I feel like it comes from the most truthful kind of a place, but it's not all I can write. Okay. Um, well, you said you you've done pilots. Is how I've I've been listening to a lot of podcasts with with people mm-hmm. in, in the movies and television and all that, and it just that just sounds like the most awful thing you could possibly go through as a right because you write a pilot and it doesn't get picked up. It's painful. It is so painful. Um, you know, you can spend. I've spent. A, you know, a year just developing a pitch with a production company Jesus. that doesn't even necessarily get get bought. But yeah, I did. I had a pilot with uh, VH1, and you know, we shot the pilot. Everything turned out great. And uh, you know, it's like you hear all this, like, "Yes, this is the one. We're really gonna do this." And then you know, sorry, we, we didn't. You know, for whatever reason, oh, we spent all our development money acquiring a show from NBC or something like that. So yeah, it's it's a you know it's a crazy system, but it's one that might soon be changing thanks to the digital world like yeah. Amazon and Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, because a lot of stuff is going straight to like I've seen stuff that went straight to Netflix or, or Netflix produces certain things or you know stuff like that. Yeah, Netflix doesn't have they don't develop they don't have a pilot system they just go straight to series. Oh okay. Um, and I think Amazon has a different kind of a, you know, or, you know, or cable companies or, or these digital, they develop a lot less pilots. So if you that. actually do get a pilot with them, it's more likely to get picked up. They don't, they don't develop, you know, 60 pilots yeah. this season. And I heard recently, some I forget who was, uh, an actress I saw on, on television saying that one of the movies that she went to do uh, didn't get put out right away. It just, it just got stuck on iTunes. I mean, right up, just... That's where <laughs> that's where it was put out. Yeah, it was on iTunes. Done. You know, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I don't really understand why. Like, let's say you developed three pilots, you know, in the last couple of years, instead of 
wasting all that those you know hundreds of thousands of dollars i don't understand why networks don't put them out on itunes or hulu or something like that yeah even if it's just a pilot yeah let's let's see who yeah it. well i think what amazon is doing is offering their pilots to their subscribers their prime customers so that people can actually comment on it and that helps them pick which ones are going to be the series yeah that's a good idea yeah yeah that's a so i don't idea, know actually. if that's what's going to happen in the future uh, it's kind of a fucked up system, and it's a fucked up industry. And you know, I had this conversation with other writers and actors before. The work is not the work because actually doing it is super fun. The work is looking for the job, looking for the work, trying to get the work. Because when you're freelance, it's like you're constantly looking for um, your next gig, and that's the work. Doing right. it is actually fun. Right. I mean, you, you got to really <laughs> kind of like dating, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of work. Like I thought the fun was spooning. Indeed. No, spooning. <laughs> remember, sporking. Uh, sporking. Sporking. I like being the big fan. I, I do want to say, uh, I, I did get uh, one of our friends sent me a thing about, I, I've never read the book. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a, I haven't read it. But uh, My book? Yes, your book. I, at least I'm admitting I thought it was it. like a prerequisite for this interview. No, no, no at least it. Because <laughs> there's going to be a quiz later. Son of a bitch. I knew it. Okay. Actually, but, but I did have someone who did read the book, so I, they sent me some uh, cliff notes. Okay. And one of the ones that I got was um, how to MacGyver a, a vibrator on a, a vibrator. Pulse. Yes, yeah. and I'm, I'm curious. Yes. How, how do you? <laughs> yeah, how to MacGyver a, okay, here's the, the, it's how to MacGyver a vibrator out of household appliances. And I had this. I don't know, Liz, have you ever had that chic bikini trimmer, quattro or something like that? Yeah, it's like a razor <laughs> bikini trimmer in one. And the first time I used it, I was like, this is a fucking straight-up vibrator. <laughs> and, you know, you're in the shower, you can get it wet. It's vibrating. Nice. So it's like, bang, I killed two birds with one stone, or masturbate, or I'll trim my bikini line. <laughs> the chic quattro, remember that, ladies. Yeah, and then, you know, there's all of those, the dryer, if you've ever sat on a dryer, or like a loudspeaker that's vibrating, you know, anything that vibrates pretty much can be, you know, electric toothbrush. Electric toothbrush. Not, yeah. Not the bristle head. No, well, don't no, make, I, I was don't make thinking that. that. <laughs> I was thinking that. That would be really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you, you turn it around, you use the other end. Hmm. <laughs> I, I have an awful story. Uh, oh, boy. Involving a toothbrush? It's barely a story. No. Uh, when I was, I must have been 15 one day for Christmas, you know, my mom gave me uh, all, all the presents. And I'm going through them, and at some point in it, I open one up, and I find a back massager. Right. Mm -hmm. um, sure, that's what it was used for. <laughs> I did not know what to say. I'm like this. I mean, I'm 15. I'm 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 aware of sex and all that. It's clearly this is only used like for for someone's cooch. Like it was actually <laughs> in, in the shape that it, it was shaped like a boomerang. I didn't, you know. I'm, I'm overweight. I don't know how this is supposed to reach anything on me, or what it's supposed to reach really. Um, boomerang. Did your mom know what she was giving you, or did she think you had back problems? I, I think, honestly, <laughs> uh, most of my family thinks I'm gay, so I, <laughs> I maybe she just thought I, I needed a helping hand. I don't 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a helping fist. That's it, right. It was Up at one ass. point used, used <laughs> as a vibrator on someone else. Oh, well, so, that's good. Oh, there you go. So it wasn't wasted after all. That's right. Yeah. My mom helped me get laid, technically. Wait. Okay, I'm confused. <laughs> what? Your mom helped you get laid? She bought me the... Oh, the that's right. Okay, okay. All right, all right. She bought, I'm, <laughs> it caught me by surprise real quick. Yeah, I was just kind of like, whoa. Her. She was like, come on down. Blow my, my son, please. He's lonely. Hey, that would be uh, nice. It would be. Mom, what do you... Uh, your mom asked you what you want for Christmas. A Fuck, hooker. Fucking best mom ever. You know. <laughs> she must be so <laughs> <laughs> Uh No, not at all. <laughs> 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 Actually, she doesn't even know you have a radio show. She has no idea yeah. this podcast. She disowned me. Speaking uh, of this podcast, can you explain the name? Uh, the name actually stands for the Metal Hand of God, and it's mostly oh. it's mostly a metal. Like we do a lot of that's uh, that's your vibrator. Yeah, that's it, it is. Vibrator. It is. It is. We call them we call them the Metal Hand of God because boy. <laughs> um. But no, it actually uh, me and the the rum guy who actually was dropped out of the conversation for some reason his computer died on him he just sent me a text a minute ago that's it's why he hasn't talked his, his building imploded but uh we started out as um, uh, a video game we used to play games online all the time and uh-huh. and adam decided that he needed somebody for one of his podcasts that he was doing so we just decided to start this one all together so that's where it came from Pretty much. But what's what does the name mean? The metal hand of God. Um, is that like a video game thing. Yeah, it was. That's where it started because the little, you know what the metal hand is. You know, like the if you watch heavy metal music where the guys throw up the horns or whatever they call them. Yeah, yeah. Well, our symbol. Was, Sign of the devil. Yes, right? yes. Our symbol was that, and it was gray, looked like metal, so that's why we used it and we called it called ourselves M H O G. Okay. Yeah, and you know we mostly have. That's that's not really sexy, but I know I know it explains it. Well, I mean, I don't know how the hell I can make it sexy. (laughs) Metal hand of God. Say it like this: Metal hand. Be the metal hand of God, baby. Oh, metal hand of God. Yeah. That's not really sexy. No, it sounds perfect. No, No. (laughs) sounds awful. Sounds like we're dirty evangelists. Yeah. Well, no one really calls it the metal hand of God, though. We 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 all just. Refer to MHOG, which confuses the shit out of our guests. Yeah, yeah, it's it's usually just MHOG or MHOG. Uh, usually, we ask our guests to uh, record a little promo saying who who you are, what you do, and this is the MHOG podcast. And every time the, the new guest will say, "What is this called again?" <laughs> so so but, clearly, we've done our job very well. Yes, yes, yes. Um. But no, we, we, we have a lot of musical guests on a lot, so and most of the time it's it's you know, heavy metal guys. So that's why it fits also. Got it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh podcasting is wide open. Maybe y'all should consider uh taking it on to uh We should Liz. We yeah. should, I definitely think so. I would absolutely subscribe yes, to I the would too. Girls Guide to Depravity Podcast. Good, and it's also good to chat with some guys, too, because it helps give us some feedback as well. Like Heather was saying, her audience is split, like, you know, guys and girls pretty evenly. So it is always good when you're talking about things like this, like, you know, breaking the poo barrier and, you know, household vibrators. That's right. (laughs) It's always good to get a little male input in that. That's right. It's always good to get male input, right? 
I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm still <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely better than male output. That's right. That's yeah. Sure. yeah. I'm still yeah. stuck on breaking the poo barrier. <laughs> 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 I missed a good sex joke, and I'm humiliated. Yeah. <laughs> breaking the poo barrier. Um. <laughs> Tonight on Lifetime. That's right. Oh, that would be a great Lifetime movie. Oh, a Lifetime TV movie. Breaking uh, I, the poo barrier. That would be the only it's an emotional lifetime. journey. <laughs> it could start off as an interview with Barbara Walters and and you guys about breaking the poo barrier. I would watch that. I would, yeah, I'd watch that Lifetime movie. That's probably the only one I'd ever watch. Sixty watched. minutes of breaking the poo barrier. <laughs> I honestly feel like Oprah might be better for discussion about poop. I don't know why. I just like hearing <laughs> Oprah say poop. I don't know. What do you know about Gail? <laughs> yeah, what do you know about Gail? The Stedman poop in front of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, just out of curiosity, let's let's take this from a uh, you know I don't know what y'all are into, but say a theoretical lesbian perspective. Some some friend of ours on another podcast asked us recently, would you have sex with Oprah for a billion dollars? But you have to orgasm at the same time as her, and you have to look her in the eyes, and you can't imagine anyone else. And I said yes right away. I did as well. Yeah. I mean, don't you normally think about Oprah when you're having sex with someone else? Exactly. Only when I got a finger up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty funny. I mean, for a billion dollars, yeah. Yeah, yeah for a billion dollars, yeah, you could probably I'd, do anything. Dude, I'd go down on the Pope for a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that straight up. Be arranged. You know, right, up, right away. <laughs> no, nah, I'm too old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. That does not offend anyone here. Okay, just, good, good. Just, just checking. We've been talking about poop for like ten minutes. So. That's true. That's true. Um, but speaking of that, who has the flatulence? Well, well we, we all mean, we all do. Speaking, no, well, who, who was complaining about that earlier though? Oh, that was that I was, was joking bug. about that. But I do want to be frank. Wayne has like some of the smell. Wayne has like I do. farts. I can't help it. Wayne will literally clear a room. Uh, my farts are bad. His are toxic. Yes. So okay, because that's the thing. Like as far as farts, like if you if you've gotten comfortable enough with someone, it's not the noise that's disgusting so much as it is the smell, especially if you're in bed together. So yes. it's like if you hear someone fart, not a big, not really a big deal. So I just thought I'd point that out no, in case I, you were like more like of a loud guy, or if you were seems like well, one of you guys is obviously more of like a silent but deadly guy. But <laughs> just not, put that out there. I actually think farts are kind of funny. So that's what I was thinking. You know, I was you know, when, I was wondering why why are bodily functions so goddamn funny to people? Because uh, we're immature in this culture. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it is. I laugh every time someone farts or. Any of that. It just makes me giggle. I think it's yeah. sad that, that farting is funny, but for so much of our culture, sex isn't. Yeah. Sex yeah. is the most fucked up funny, sh- well, f- you know, literally, uh, funny, right. funny shit. I mean, next time is. you guys have sex with someone, look at the guy's face when he comes. It's ridiculous. Oh, all the look, time. I laugh like, all the time. It looks like a retarded man. Hey, well, how, how are they supposed to look look at his face from behind? This is true. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Use a uh, mirror. <laughs> I don't know. 
I wish. Well, the worst is when guys make, like, really bad, like, animalistic noises. One of my neighbors, I'm not sure if it's, like, my across-the-way neighbor or my upstairs neighbor, they're, the guy, whenever the guy has sex, it sounds like a gorilla. Like, it, like, I don't even, and, I mean, it's, oh, it's what, You know what? I, I prefer <laughs> I dated a Salvadorian guy once, and every time he came, he sounded like a woman. He said, I, I, I. Oh, no, no, no. no. I would I'd rather laugh. have a gorilla. Oh, no yeah. shit. That was still kind of hot. It was, but. <laughs> I I didn't know. Yeah, because you're imagining a woman. Yeah. I yeah, mean, pretty much. I, uh, I did this thing. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been laid in quite a while, but I've been compiling a list of awful things to say during sex <laughs> the the top of which is always shouting your own name yeah and, uh i would very much like to add making gorilla noises to yes <laughs> or sounding like a girl when you come yeah i don't well, know if i can pull it that kinda, one it kind of sounds like I'm he was in pain manly. though i, I yeah. i'm like what the <laughs> fuck's wrong he with you been in pain. maybe you were stepping on his balls he looked pretty happy to me though well i'm sure he was <laughs> <laughs> maybe you broke his dick who knows <laughs> you know that's a thing you can actually break your dick yes that's awful yes what's wrong with women breaking dicks that's, that's mean <laughs> <laughs> well guys do it to us too though and you heather was the dicks. one who first coined this term as far as i can tell her says so, you know when you get a bang over yeah i just had like a little too much sex like trust me that is like you, you're walking funny and like you just you feel like you want to like put neosporin and a band-aid on your vagina but you obviously can't really do that but you can actually put neosporin on there sometimes and that helps so i've heard you know yes. I, I do have to cop to that because i think as guys that we we probably do that a little on purpose because it is kind of a badge of honor right that you, you yeah that's like you know for us like you know sleeping with a guy with a giant dick it's a badge of honor. It doesn't necessarily feel good, and it gives you a ten-day bang over. But it, you know, at least you get to brag to all your friends that how, you did it. How does that translate yeah. an inch per day? <laughs> what? How, how does that translate an inch per day? Like the healing process. Probably. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think because I had sex on Monday, and I definitely was like a little sore for like two or three days. Not like um so much on the outside like inside i mean i could definitely i could tell like i had had sex and then like after three days it was fine so i don't know that was and that was someone who uses magnum so he's pretty big nice yeah so bigger is not always better thank yeah. god but he's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying you want a guy with a micro dick so don't get too don't excited <laughs> I'd like to think that I have pretty good penis karma. Like, I've never had a really, really small guy. Um, I mean, I've definitely had, like, guys on the bigger side, but I've never had anyone that was so big that I couldn't handle it or so small that I wasn't, like, turned on. So I've just gotten pretty lucky, I guess. Yeah, you're lucky. I'm sorry, was that penis karma? Yes, it was, penis <laughs> karma. I just love y'all for these times. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to use penis karma in, in common, like, conversation. You'll figure it out. I'm going to have yeah. to. I want to go to Twist of Lime tonight and just talk about... about penis karma. Actually, uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to work that in. I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. That's to, what she... I'm sorry. The one that, some, yeah. of the, <laughs> some of those people at Twist of Lime might, may not uh, yeah. like the penis karma talk. Yeah, or they might misinterpret as to what I'm offering them. So, <laughs> so I'm definitely not offering that. Well, ladies, um, we've come to the end of the show. 
So uh, we actually. Was it good for you? Yes, it was fantastic. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Rum left. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, really glad you guys came on. It was awesome. Yeah, I appreciate so it so much. Oh, thank you guys for having us. It's really fun. And uh, you guys are totally awesome. So, okay. Yes. Is there anything thank else you. Um, that y'all would like mention? No, it's just you know, people should go to our Facebook page, The Girls Guide to Depravity, and you know, that way you can keep in touch with all our dirty posts and goings on. And uh, if you know, uh, it's the website is officially. Let's say I have it bookmarked here somewhere. Uh, it's the girls guide to depravity yeah the girls guide to depravity dot com uh, if if you don't know how to spell that folks just kind of google it it'll pop up pretty quickly uh, yeah and yeah it will a Facebook page y'all are both on well actually Liz you're you're hidden on Twitter but but Heather you you do have a, a Twitter yes the Twitter is at depraved girl. And uh, so if you have Cinemax, check out the That's show. Right. Uh, like I said, I saw a couple episodes on Free Preview Weekend. And unfortunately, it's not available anywhere else. But, uh, it, you know, you mentioned HBO Go. You yeah, if you have that. HBO Go, you can uh, use your login with, with Cinemax on Max Go. Yeah. Good. So and I can actually watch it now. Right. And if you don't, like, go find a relative or a friend who has it. And, you know, or steel cable. Yeah, there you go. There you there go. go. <laughs> MHG, where we, uh, we we encourage theft. People to steel cable, do it. Theft and depravity. Yes, uh, all so, the way. Uh, That's what it's all about. So thank both of y'all for coming on the show. This, this was a lot of thank fun. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks guys. We love real people like y'all. Yes, so. it was great. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll be in touch on the... On social media. All right, guys. For Liz. Meet me on Tinder, too. Yeah. So for Liz, Heather Ruckman, the rum guy who is not here, I'm Buck. I'm Wayne. Remember to keep it metal. (laughs) That was close. That was close. Don't forget to tune in next week when we have one of our good friends, Mr. Shane, from the Eyes of the Lost podcast joining us. So it's guaranteed to be one hell of a show. See you then. Are you, are you parting such sweet silence? Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it.